You're listening to the Heart and Soul Podcast with Katherine Banco. I'm on a mission to celebrate breakthrough, empowerment, and shameless living in the lives of women everywhere. Join me and let's live unashamed together. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Heart and Soul Podcast. I am joined today by a doctor. You're our first doctor on the show, I think. Um, Yeah, it's pretty pretty fancy, feeling pretty cool right now. Um, Dr. Amy Newberry is here with me and she is a pelvic floor physical therapist here in Wilmington. Um, But for those of you who are listening, not in Wilmington, she also does virtual appointments, which is amazing. Um, And she's the owner of Pelvic Prescription Physical Therapy and Wellness. And she works with a lot of women, which I have experienced firsthand since having a baby who are dealing with pelvic pain, leakage, maybe pain during sex, um, Mm -hmm. just anything bladder, urinary, she knows it. (laughs) And she helps you um, just feel a little less alone and more empowered in that area in your life. Um, So welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, Catherine. Yeah. Um, we, this is like so creepy, but I, um, was recommended to follow you by a friend and I DM'd you on Instagram. And then before, like we had ever met, I bumped into Amy at a women's event for this new co-working space. She was like talking to someone else. And I was like, Hi, I'm Catherine. She was probably like, oh, and I was like, I DM'd you. (laughs) It was like so funny. I remember that because I looked over at you and I saw you, you know how when you look at someone, they like, they have that like, oh, acknowledgement look. And that's what you had. And I was like, okay, I I must know this person. (laughs) That's that awkward moment where someone's like staring at you and they're about to like say something, Uh but they don't. And you're like, they like, this is weird. I don't remember them, but we had actually never met. So Um, it was in the DMS. So it was, I slid in y'all. I slid into the DM. Um, so yeah, we met a few weeks ago and then like, it's just funny. It's kind of like when you're like shopping for a car and you start seeing that car everywhere ever since then, like I've heard that you work with a friend of mine and I don't know, it's just like, there's been a lot of connections. So I'm really excited to talk to you. Um, so why don't you just fill the listeners in on a little bit of who you are and what you do? Yeah, sure. So my name is Dr. Amy Newberry and I'm a pelvic floor therapist in Wilmington. Um, I, you know, to be a pelvic floor therapist, you're pretty much a physical therapist. Uh, like you went through PT school, but, um, you take advanced training to specialize in everything like peeing, pooping, and sex, basically. Awesome. <laughs> so that's my jam. <laughs> um, I have a lot of people that are like, oh, I don't know if I should tell you this. It might be TMI. And I'm like, it is definitely not TMI. Like these are things I actually like really need to know in order to help you, you know? Yeah. Um, so basically my mission is to help active women uh, in Wilmington, but also virtually be able to exercise without leakage and be able to experience like intercourse without pain. Um, and, you know, I mostly see women that are pregnant or postpartum, um, but I also see a lot of people that haven't had babies yet and are dealing with the exact same problems. So, yeah. And I think that like, well, I'm sure, you know, statistically speaking, but I think like statistically speaking, like it's more common than not. And it's the sad Mm -hmm. thing is there's like so much shame around that. Like, um, when I had William last year, I I thankfully, like, because I work in 
training and, and fitness. Like I knew things to do with my core and I had studied stuff to kind of prepare for labor and still, you know, after like, you just don't realize like all that your body goes through physically. Mm-hmm. And like, you think like, oh, well, I'll, I'll be great after, but like, really it's an adjust, like your body is like relearning everything. And so you can kind of train it before, but one thing, and this is my, this might be TMI is like, but like you said, nothing's TMI for you. Um, one thing that like, I really like did not expect postpartum was like, you know, at six weeks you go to your checkup and they like release you for life. <laughs> They're like, here, go back. You can work out. You can have sex. You can do all the things you used to do. But what you don't realize is because your body's been so sedentary for so long and closed up, maybe even stitched up, mm-hmm. like sex hurt for so long. And I did not expect that. And, you know, I did like I am a runner. So like I would try to run and my abdomen would be in such pain and I couldn't run for a while. And like, just things that I was like, Oh, I'm easily going to hop back into this. And it was not easy. Like it's, it's a lot longer than a six week process. Yeah. And no one prepares you for that at all. (laughs) Yeah. It's funny because I always say, you know, when you go to physical therapy for like your knee or for your back, you know, they, your doctor will always be like, okay, like, go to physical therapy to recover from this either surgery or injury or something, but then you push a baby out of your vagina or you get cut open a huge abdominal surgery. And they're like, at six weeks, you're all good to go. They don't even look at you. (laughs) Maybe it's a virtual appointment. I know some places have been doing virtual six week checkups. Um, so it's kind of ridiculous because it's one of the biggest body changes that can happen to a woman. And they're just like, see ya. (laughs) Yeah. It really is very much like, okay, obviously they do more checks on the baby, which they Mm -hmm. should, it's a new life, but there aren't enough checks on the mom who like just went through this like major body transformation. And I think like the reason people don't talk about like the pain or the leakage or things like that is because they feel shame around it they feel like they're the only one because nobody really talks about it. And I think like the more people like you and, you know, even like people I follow on Instagram, I'm seeing it a lot more of like just people being a lot more vulnerable and open with like what actually happens. I think that the more that that shared, like the less shame there will be around topics like that. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. And I think it's definitely also sort of like a generational thing. So I was talking with my aunt at Thanksgiving last year and she was like, oh, it's so cool what you're doing. But I also know that she sometimes like, is like, whoa, I can't believe she posted that. Like, yeah, that's shocking. Cause she was like, well, when I was pregnant, you couldn't even like, like you definitely could not wear anything that, you know, showed that you were pregnant. Like it was more of like a high and it, that's not that long ago. They're like, yeah, yeah you kind of like hid that you were pregnant. You weren't going to like show it off. And that's crazy. (laughs) So I definitely think there's a generational thing happening. And I think now people are being more open now that, you know, now that sort of that older generation, you know, is, has had their babies already. And now like this newer generation is having babies. And then, you know, we're like, what the hell? Like what? What (laughs) How come no one told us about this? Yeah. And I think that goes to that goes for like a lot of different topics too. Like just like vulnerability in general is kind of like 
cool now where it used to be like very much like you, you keep your story to yourself, you keep your hurts to yourself and you don't like bother anyone else. And I think with social media, like there's obviously a lot of cons to social media, but the pro is that it is like breeding a lot of vulnerability in people and making people just feel like, oh, okay. Like I'm not the only one going through this. Yeah. Yeah. And I agree. And I, I love, I mean, a lot of public floor therapy is, you know, very vulnerable and it can make people really uncomfortable. So I do try to obviously, you know, it depends on the situation, but at least on Instagram and like social media, I do try to keep it a little bit more like fun and lighthearted. It's like, okay, this is nothing to be ashamed about. We all have a pelvis, you know, we, it's, we all pee, poop and have sex. So it's like, well, there shouldn't be anything, you know, shameful about that area of our body. Right. That's yeah. That's so true. So why, like what specifically drew you to this lane in physical therapy? Yeah. You know, in PT school, I actually did not even know that it existed. (laughs) No idea. And I think I was in my second year when one of my professors, it was her specialty and she came in, get this for a two day lecture out of the three years, only two days spent on women's health. Uh, (laughs) And I know. And I mean, I was lucky that in my school, there was actually at least a, a specialist in that area. Most schools don't have that Uh, opportunity. And so I was able to shadow her. And I think when I shadowed her and saw, you know, how she was impacting like women's lives very intimately and personally, and it was just a huge impact on, I mean, it can change someone's life being able to go from not being able to have sex to being able to enjoy it with like Mm -hmm. their partner, you know? Um, Yeah. Yeah. And so I think seeing that was huge. And also just growing up in a very like conservative family that never really talked about that sort of thing also drew me to it. I was like, Oh, like this is interesting. You know, it was just different. Um, and so I think that's what initially drew me to it. And then also just realizing how poor women's health is, (laughs) you know, there's just not a lot of focus on it and, you know, it's definitely better now, but when I was first learning about it, I was like, I'm scared to have a baby because this, that seems scary. Like there isn't a lot of information out there about how to prepare or like what to do or how to recover. So I think that took me into like a deep dive into just like wanting to learn everything I could about it. So I could help people. How long have you been doing this? Uh, For three years now. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm sure you've like, at the more you interact with like individual cases too, you're, you're probably learning more every day too. Like you're like, Oh wow. This, not that you don't study it in school, but like, there's something about like interacting with like cases where you're like, Oh, well, this is a thing too. <laughs> yeah. And you know, everyone, like you learn things in school, whether it's like medical school or PT school. And that's like a textbook thing, but people just are not textbooks and everything. Yeah you know, you know, everyone's body is different. And so everyone, you know, I don't think I've ever treated like two people that are like the same ever. And I think like with, um, I'm just like comparing this with like birth or just using that as an example. Um, but like the more prepared you are one, the less fear there is around it. And two, um, after like, it's not as daunting Like, like for me, what was really hard postpartum was just like not knowing what was next. 
like not knowing what was coming. And I think like to be able to repair at least like that pelvic muscle and Mm -hmm. at least physically prepare and then know like, here's how you're going to feel pain after. Like, I didn't know any of that. And so afterwards really for like, I had a lot of, um, stitches. So like for, I had a lot of pain and like bleeding for way longer than I was told Mm -hmm. really wasn't told anything, like you said. Um, (laughs) and so I think like, if I had known that, then that postpartum would have honestly been less depressing, you know, like there's something about like preparation that takes away, um, the anxiety, you know? Yeah, for sure. And just like the knowledge of like what to expect, you know, because yeah, it, you know, stitches anywhere in the body, you know, especially perineal, like in the perineum, like it's huge to, it just takes time to heal and recover from that. And so when you learn about more of like the anatomy or the physiology and you're like, oh, this is how the body heals. And, you know, maybe I need to work on scar tissue to reduce pain and, you know, whatnot. It makes it like less scary or like you get to actually understand like why it's happening. Cause I'll, I'll treat people who are experiencing pain with intercourse or, you know, sex. And, um, before they see me, they're terrified. They don't know why it's happening Yeah, and no one can tell them why. Yeah. (laughs) And also like with sex, like you're right. Like peeing, pooping, sex, like those are the things that like people do the most sex all the time, but those are the things that are like most common for like anatomy and like nobody talks about it. And I think with sex specifically, the media like portrays it as like amazing and wonderful all the time. And just like, it's not like, it is a very like learned thing, especially with your specific partner. And so if you're having pain, then Mm -hmm. you might just assume, especially if you've never had sex before, you might just assume like, Oh, I guess this is what it is. Like, yeah, I've had people ask me like, Oh, is this just the way it is? Like, cause they've always had experienced that or, you know, putting a tampon in was always painful or having a pap smear was always painful. So they don't know what it's like to experience that without pain. Yeah. It's crazy. And, and like, I, like, I have a lot, I'm, I grew up in the church. So a lot of my friends and me like did not have sex till we got married. So to like, not know, just, you don't know, you don't know, you don't know, you know? So it's just like, wow. Yeah. yeah, You're like, Oh, is this, is this what I was like waiting for? Like, this isn't great. (laughs) They told me it was like worth the wait. I don't know, (laughs) but then you have to learn it. And it, and it really, the more, you know, like the better it gets. Um, Mm -hmm. and so like when you're working with a client and especially virtually, I'm, I'm um, interested in knowing about that. Like how do you approach those like consultations or really just like appointments? Like, is it a lot of movement? Is it more talking? Like, what does it look like? Yeah. So typically I will spend, you know, first I'll talk with someone on the phone before like, like any appointments, just to kind of get an idea of like what they're dealing with, what kind of problems they're having to make sure that, you know, it's something that we can help with and also make sure that they're just like a good fit and that we're a good fit for them. Yeah. Uh, that conversation is mostly talking, you know, cause on the phone. Um, and then if that's something that they truly want to proceed with and get help with, then we'll, you know, book an initial consultation. And so that typically is a mixture of, you know, talking for a little bit, 
but honestly, I've already talked with them a lot. So <laughs> I have a pretty good idea of what we need to focus on. And so a lot of it is like movement. So I'll check the way that they're moving, whether it's like squatting or lunging, or just kind of seeing like how, you know, their whole body is moving. Cause your pelvis and your pelvic floor is like the center of everything center of movement. And, you know, when there is dysfunction or problems in that area in the core or the pelvic floor, then all other movement can, you know, might not be, um, not, might not be good, you know? Yeah. So I always check that. You might get injured too. So uh-huh. if you're doing something wrong, I mean, this is an area that I, I know obviously cause of training, but like every movement starts with the core. Yeah. <laughs> in uh-huh. fact, I, every movement is a core movement. So I get like, I even get really annoyed when people are like, I'm going to do abs today. I'm like, Oh, so you're going to move your body because like you literally always should be using your core. And if you're not, then you're probably doing something wrong. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good point. I feel that. Cause the same thing for the pelvic floor, everything is technically a pelvic floor exercise. So it's the same thing as like the core. You're like, well, technically like everything you're working your pelvic floor, even just like standing your yeah. pelvic floor is like working so that everything's not just like falling out, you know? Right. Um, like standing without peeing. Like, it's like a big, like your body is working to hold that in, you know? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. So, you know, it's more than just Kegels. Cause like, that's a whole other like tangent, but, <laughs> um, yeah, so they're always working and, you know, so I'll do that. And I also can assess the pelvic floor internally with an internal pelvic floor muscle assessment to actually see like, is there any sort of, um, like muscle spasms or problems that are causing the leakage or the pain or anything, you know? Yeah. Uh, And so when you are looking for a pelvic floor therapist, it's always important to make sure that they are trained in the internal exam also. Yeah. Well, hopefully, I mean, that should be the case for any doctor. (laughs) I would, I would hope that they do the internal part, but like also for, um, outside of just like pregnancy and postpartum, like isn't endometriosis and like, aren't there a lot of like, um, conditions that really affect your pelvic floor where people Mm -hmm. that people don't really know about. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Endometriosis is a big one. Um, and interstitial cystitis or bladder pain syndrome is those two are like the big, um, sort of, uh, like pelvic pain uh, conditions that can affect the pelvic floor. Uh, and you know, with that pelvic PT is so helpful because, a lot of times, like for those conditions, those are things that you're dealing with for, I mean, many years, like for a lifetime. Um, and a lot of times pelvic floor PT can address the muscles. And so the muscles react to like that inflammation that's happening in the body and they end up like getting really tense and tight. And then it becomes like a pain cycle because they're tense because of the inflammation. And then because it's tense, it, it causes pain. And then because it's painful, the muscles get even more tense. And it's like this circle um, of a pain cycle. <laughs> and so PT can help break that. That's really, um, that I don't, that just like made me think of life in general. Like when life gets tense, you get tense. And then because you're tense, life gets more tense. And it's just like this hamster wheel of like, we're not getting anywhere. We're just going in circles. So to like, be able to kind of nip it in the bud with therapy, um, uh-huh. is so important. And that like, I mean, just like we would go to therapy for our minds. Like we need to go to therapy for our muscles. Like they are doing so much for us. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So yeah, I love that. Um, is there like a certain, um, I guess, like if you were to tell every client one thing, actually, I'm going to hold that and I'm going to change up my last question to that okay. because I really like that for you. Um, okay. I'm going to go ahead and go into my four questions. I ask every guest. Okay. Uh, okay. So my first question is what's something that you're really obsessed with right now? And it can literally be anything. <laughs> anything <laughs> like a food a tv show um a podcast a book a something yeah okay so right now in terms of like watching stuff I'm really into watching like cooking shows right now and like not just like a and it can be any kind of cooking show like they have like the competition like is it cake? I don't know if you've seen that one. I've they, heard of this. Lots of people are talking about that one. Yeah. So I watched that one and just a lot of really cool, like shows that like chefs have made about their journey, like becoming a chef. And then they go around and like, go like eat all the like really awesome food, even in other countries. And it's so cool. And you're like, oh man, I want to eat that food. Yes. <laughs> so that's my, uh, do you like to cook? Uh, not so much. I love to eat, but not so much the cooking. My boyfriend cooks a lot. So, you know, like I'll eat that food. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I am a, not only do I not like to cook, I love food, but not only do I not like to cook, I suck at it. Like even if it's just like grilled chicken, like I will mess it up. And Uh so I feel like God knew that because like, I literally married a man who like loves cooking and I have, I can proudly say I have not cooked once in the four years we've been married. Not once. I'm telling you because we wouldn't eat at all because it's so bad. It's so bad. Or we would have like cereal and like mac and cheese. So when mm-hmm. I watch those cooking shows, I'm like, it's truly art. I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah, I'm lucky too, because I don't, I do not like cooking, but like my boyfriend loves cooking. It's it's like his thing. And so I'm like, so grateful. <laughs> are, did, are y'all, um, does he live here? Yeah. Mm-hmm, in Wilmington. Okay. That's good. Um, how long have y'all been together? Um, probably like 14 years. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. We, we, um, like met in high school. <laughs> wow, girl. That's like a, basically a marriage then. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That is like the longest relationship I've heard of in a long time. Uh Um, that's awesome. (laughs) Are you from Wilmington? I'm not. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, cool. And then you came out here for school or. Uh, I came here originally for a job. I was just looking for something different to get out of Georgia, which is not really what I would have expected. I was planning on like staying there forever. Um, but I was like, that seems like a cool place. I've never really, I've heard of it like one time. Don't know anyone that lives there. Don't know anyone that like goes there, but, <laughs> and I visited and loved it. So, yeah, I know. I feel like there's a lot of transplants here. Like people who move, like, just like, I want to, this was me. Like, I just need to be by the beach. And like, I never left. Yeah. <laughs> and so your boyfriend came out here with you. Uh, well, he went out to Salt Lake city for a little bit for like a, like a year or two. Um, and he just moved here about like a month ago. Oh, that's exciting. That's awesome. Uh, long distance is hard. Michael and I were long distance for a while. Um, okay. Second question. Sorry. I go off on tangents, but this is why I like these four questions. Just like helps you get to know someone. Um, 
Second question is what's something you're really looking forward to in the rest of 2022? Okay. Yeah. Um, I think for me, you know, so in a few months ago, I switched from like being a mobile PT. So I was actually going to all of my patients' houses at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I recently switched to, uh, having like a clinic, which has been so nice. Um, but something I'm really looking forward to, and I don't know if this will happen by the end of the year, but I would love to expand into like a larger space at some point and just have like a really cool, like little gym space for a woman to be able to like work out in and like feel good about themselves in. Um, and also like maybe like share a space with other, uh, healthcare workers or, you know, women, like women entrepreneurs who work with women also like dietitians, um, doulas, like all of that, like all in the same space. So I don't um, know if that'll happen by the end of the year, but that is something I'm looking forward to. I love that. And we should talk because okay. I think that that is like so needed and like me working with women only in fitness, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just love when like, it's a whole body mind health thing. Uh huh. Yeah. It's, it's one Avenue. So I, I think that's really cool. Um, okay. And Wilmington needs that. Um, okay. So third question is what is something that you really love about yourself? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> it's my favorite. Okay. <laughs> um, that's a hard one. <laughs> um, it could be, some, it doesn't have to be like physical, obviously it could be something yeah. like, that you really love about like yourself right now. Like you're maybe like you're working hard or you're taking time right. for you or, I don't know, like any, like literally anything you're like, I really like this. Okay. Yeah. I really like that. I even did all of this actually. It's not even like most PTs don't have their own businesses. It's, it's kind of a revolution happening in the PT world. Um, just a side note. (laughs) Um, and you know, I think in PT school, they don't really like encourage that they might mention it a little bit, but like no one really does it. And so, and it's really scary. It was pretty scary, like quitting my job and being like, well, I guess I'm going to do this now. (laughs) Um, so that was a little scary. So I think I'm just like proud of myself for actually like jumping in and doing this and trying to make like my dream come true. Yeah. Um, That's that's incredible. And I feel like a lot of times, like you don't know the options. So you kind of stay in like whatever lane is normal, mm -hmm. not realizing that like, oh, you could like make it your own and pursue things that you actually want to pursue within that industry. Yeah. That's that's pretty cool. And the fact that like you work with women who really don't know a lot about like really aren't focused on health wise, like to be a woman doing that too, is just like badass, honestly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. My final question, and this is kind of what I wanted to ask earlier, but I'm going to change it up a little bit is, let's say you have women, 10, 10 appointments a day. Well, wait, that's a lot. 10 appointments a week. Um, I was like, wait, that's really a lot of time. I know. Oh, um, that is fun. <laughs> 10 appointments a week. Like if you could tell every woman one thing at the end of your appointment, um, just something that like, like a little piece of like truth about them or womanhood, like a sticky note they can put on their mirror. What would that be? Mm-hmm. Just like one little blurb. Yeah. Just like one little blurb. (laughs) Yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to blurb it. Um, I would say just that, like that, like you're not alone in what you're dealing with. Yeah. You're just, you're just like, first of all, like not alone. 
And second of all, that it like will get better, Hmm. like seek out the help and don't just like keep it to yourself. Like it's better and like you're strong and your body is like resilient and like, it'll get better. That's perfect. I love that. And I feel like if I was meeting with a doctor, I would be like, okay, thank you. Like just hear that, you know, I'd be like, okay, fine. That's so great. Such a relief. Um, okay. So where can our listeners find you? What's the best way to connect with you? Yeah. So I do a lot on Instagram. That's my, (laughs) that's where I live. Uh, and my handle is at pelvic dot prescription. And so I post like a lot of information, just like free information on there. Um, and then my clinic is downtown Wilmington, actually in the cotton exchange. (laughs) Uh, so it's a cute little historic area, um, part of town. Uh, So those are probably the two best ways. You can also email me, uh, just my name, A-M-Y, Amy at pelvicprescription.com. Trying to think if there's any other way. Yeah. You can email me, you can text me and call me. (laughs) Show up on my doorstep, like whatever, you know, slide into my DMs. Yeah. Um, no, your Instagram is really informational. And like you said earlier, like really light and fun. So it feels like less pressure. And she has like really good reels that are like quick and you learn a lot in like a short amount of time. Um, so definitely follow her and I'll put all those links in the show notes so that people can like just go straight to it. But yeah, reach out to um, Amy if you're feeling any sort of pain or discomfort or if there's something that maybe you didn't know wasn't normal, but it- yeah. Yeah. And I also do free workshops around Wilmington if you are local to Wilmington. So I will, you know, hit up different like gyms or yoga studios and like put on like workshops for members. Or if you're just in the community, I'm sure you can stop on by. So if you follow me, then I'll post about when those are happening. Yeah, dude, we love free. Um, but yeah, definitely hit her up and thank you so much for joining me today. I really enjoyed learning more about what you do. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. All right, listeners, we will talk to you next week. Bye.